Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, March 3rd. I can't believe it's March already, but nonetheless, welcome to the show tonight. We have the Beauty Talk Beauty News for you guys tonight. We thank you for those who have tuned in. I'm going to turn it over to Miss Denise um, so that she can greet you guys as well. But just want to remind you, if you have a question or a comment, give us a call at 914 803 4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. Good evening, everyone, and thank you guys for joining us uh, tonight for Beauty Talk. Um, we want to give you a beauty news recap tonight um, um, based on some events that we attended uh, this past week. So once again, we thank you all for joining us. And just um, a big shout-out to those of you who listen to us on the playback. And, of course, also those of you who listen to us live, we appreciate you all for joining us week in, week out. Um, even in those weeks that we don't do a show and we upload a show, we thank you guys for joining us then as well. Um, especially want to thank um, our listeners, of course, here in the U.S., but also our listeners in Africa, um, in Asia, in France, in the UK, of course, in the Caribbean as well, um, just all over the world. We thank you guys um, again for joining us. So I guess I will start with um, IMATS. 
and talking a little bit about um, IMATS. Of course, there was an IMATS LA back in January um, that we did not attend, um, but we always look forward to um, attending IMATS London. And there will um, hopefully be an IMATS London this year. They still have it listed um, on their website, but it's still to be determined uh, for as far as location and actual date um, of that particular show. So we're keeping our fingers crossed and hoping that there will be an IMAX London. But also added back to the lineup, which I'm very, very happy about, is um, IMAX Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. So we are excited about that and just hoping um, – you know, that that can be solidified as far as the date and location, but that that is to be determined as well. So I'm hoping um, that we can get some more information on that soon. So I, but I just wanted to let uh, those IMATS fans out there know that London and Vancouver <laughs> are on the list to come back this year. So let's just hope, um, you know, that stays true and we can see some, um, um, you know, we can see the IMATS uh, conference come back to those to those particular countries. Now, the makeup show was here in Atlanta um, last weekend, um, which we attended. I was sitting on a panel. Uh, it was a union panel. Um, it was all about getting into uh, the hair and makeup union. And so um, I sat on that panel. But something that, that – uh, the makeup show did a little differently this year. They had all uh, small brands, all small brands, which really turned out to be um, really nice because it just highlighted so many different brands that maybe people were not used to seeing or not used to using at all. And so they highlighted a bunch of small brands, uh, Carol Rushy Beauty, um, Ashanta Bo uh, Beauty from Ashanta Sharif, um, Oh, gosh, LYS, um, so many small brands. Um, there were uh, Limelight was there, some some of their reps. And Limelight is not extremely small, but it's not one of the um, major players out there. But Limelight had a couple of their representatives there as well. Janessa Myrick's Beauty was there um, and so many more. Janice and I will, will get more into that um, a little bit later. But there were so many um, small brands there which I thought was a good look um, to really, um, you know, get those brands and, and those founders um, into the show, you know, so that they can represent their brand and kind of, um, you know, introduce, introduce their brands to Atlanta and, and surrounding areas, which I thought was very important uh, for those particular brands. Do you, do you agree with that, Janice? I do. I do agree with it. And, you know, Atlanta is another, uh, I believe James said this, but it's the truth. Uh, no, um, somebody on the panel said this, but Atlanta is another chocolate city. Um, so a lot of those small uh, brands were black female-owned brands. Um, mm -hmm. So, again, having more options for color range for uh, women of color. So it was great to see that. Um, yes. Very interesting. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I um, it's good to see because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people were buying from those brands. I mean, of course you had, you had like a, you know, one of the bigger brush, you had a couple of bigger, big brush brands, which, um, 
Omnia and of course uh, Delium brushes, you know. But but as, as far as the actual color cosmetics, it was all small brands. So it was it was really good to see. And um, and I hope I hope um, each of those brands did really well. I hope you know people came by, purchased. Uh, more than nothing, they got their information out there for people to see, and so that people um, know that they're actually out there, and, and you know they're an option to purchase from them. But speaking of mm-hmm. the makeup show, um, there's a makeup show forum coming May 1st through 3rd of this year, and then the makeup show New York City is coming May 5th through the 6th, and then the makeup show Chicago, November 16th and 17th. The okay, forum, so November. Is that the makeup the makeup forum is that you said is that like a few days or is that attached to the makeup show? I'm not sure if it's a, if it's a, attached or not, but it's a three day program from May first to third. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But if if you if you purchase um, the tickets for this three day program, which is one thousand four hundred fifty dollars. Um, included in that purchase is um, tickets to the Makeup Show New York. Gotcha. Also, it's uh, it's three days of intensive program with over 20 mentors, um, business and art tracks, a gift bag valued at $500, tickets to the Makeup Show New York, a chance to be added to their mentorship Facebook group, and then also, you know, you have payment plans that are available when you when you register. But again, it's it's iArtist 6.0. It's a three-day program for $1,450. Um, it's basically for artists searching for community and connection. So, and it's been it's been going on for the last five years. They claim to have helped hundreds of artists become better artists while building their connections and gaining an understanding about who they are and what they want to do. Um, so, iArtist 2024 picks up the pace and pushes you forward in the center of fashion and beauty in New York City. So I guess there are different tracks for you to um, achieve your goals um, in the beauty business. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in that, of course, you can take a look at the makeupshow.com website um, for more information on the Makeup Show Forum. Again, May 1st um, through the 3rd. May 1st through the 3rd. And then... The Makeup Show New York, again, is May 5th through the 6th. May 5th through the 6th. And then a one-day ticket is $52, and a two-day ticket is $65. So Saturday, May 4th, there's a beauty brunch. There's beauty brunch and cocktails. On Sunday, May 5th, the show is open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then on Monday, May 6th, the show is open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay, and some of the exhibitors for um, the Makeup Show New York will be A2 Cosmetics, Aegis Derma, Alcone Company, Ardell, Ashanta Sharif Beauty, Asterian Luxury, V3 uh, Balm, Delian Tools, Beauty Blender, which is at Alcone, uh, Beauty So Clean, which is at Alcone, uh, Bella V. Cade Cosmetics, uh, Cade and Company, Cosette Beauty at the Makeup Altar, Cinema Secrets, Vanessa Myricks Beauty, DNA Hair Tools, Esom Cosmetics, Flight 
um, Dot Seventy, Dea Couture, Glamazon Beauty, Glist App, Hakuhoto, Hire Studios, Janet and Joe, Katili Beauty, Ket Cosmetics, um, Kit Ritual, Kit Pack, Cold Beauty, Krylon, um, LH Cosmetics, Temp2 Pro, Tablet at the Makeup Altar, T. McDonald Cosmetics, Stunner B Beauty, Smith Cosmetics, um, Skin Leaf Cosmetics. It, there's still a lot of um, small brands. You know, there are mm-hmm. some of the bigger names that we're used to hearing, but there's still a lot of small brands. Um, Scandinavia, of course, um, Shabos Brush-Ups, um, Senna Cosmetics, Runway Room, Roquel Beauty, Rebels and Outlaws, RCMA Makeup, um, Racer Game, Parian Spirit, Pat McGrath Labs, uh, Omnia, Neustro, Secreto, New Sticks, Noel Noel Makeup, My Kit Co., um, News Beauty Pro, MLB Beauty, Melanie Mills Hollywood, Miron Makeup, Makeup Forever, MAC Cosmetics, and MIA by Anna Dan, LYS Beauty, Lit Cosmetics, um, Lit Lufa, and Lime Life, of course. And then, of course, the Makeup Altar, the Powder Group, Viseart, View Set, and Yanni's Aesthetic. So, Definitely more than that than what was in Atlanta. It's about 33 uh, different um, vendors, so this will be a little bit bigger um, of a show. But um, you will be definitely one to check out. I'll be honest with you. I was really surprised that any type of show, whether it was makeup show, IMAX, um, Gwyneth Mosby has one that's getting ready to come back. I was really um, just shocked just to hear of any of these shows, like, actually starting in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I know IMAX I LA is always January, but I, I was just really shocked to hear, like, of a lot of these shows starting in the first quarter of this year, considering um, – I know film and TV makeup artists aren't the only makeup artists out there, but but for the most, film and TV makeup artists are the ones who really attend a lot of these shows. And, you know, yeah, and other beauty artists gonna... attend these shows as well. So I was just kind of shocked considering the strikes, and the strikes affected not only us as artists, but it affected a lot of the bigger vendors as well who supply to our industry. So it's just kind of, I don't know. This is weird. Yeah, I was going to say when you said that um, you were shocked that they had a show in the first quarter, I was going to say the same thing, that I was shocked that um, that there was actually a show, especially here in Atlanta. I mean, like you said, mm-hmm. I mean, the show is for more than just film and TV artists, but there's a lot of film and TV work here in Atlanta, and most of those professional artists that work in film and TV, you know, most, I mean, Pretty much most of us have all been out of work for at least nine months or more. So mm-hmm. I was kind of, you know, surprised that, um, well, for one, a lot of them were there at the show, and I think it was because of um, you had a union member who had a brand there, so some people came for that. But also there was a union panel, and a lot of people came for that. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, I was I was 
kind of surprised that a show in Atlanta during the first quarter when some people were still out of work, I was surprised to see to see that. I mean, I'm hoping the vendors mm-hmm. did well enough that they would want to come back to Atlanta again, but I'm I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. So again, again, I sat on a panel, um, a union panel that was all about how um, to get into the um, hair and makeup union. And so speaking of that, I just wanted to give a little bit um, of insight into you know, getting into the hair and makeup union. And the first thing I would say, one, is to decide um, why you want to get into the union and really think hard about that. And then doing your research to really know what the union is all about and if that fits, you know, if that fits your why, if that fits your needs, if that's going to, you know, give you what you need to fulfill and answer that why question, okay? So basically the union is IOTSI, which is the International Alliance of Theatrical and Stage Employees. But within that union, you have a bunch of different locals all over the country um, that serve uh, different crafts. So as -hmm. far as hair and makeup goes, there are two locals um, <clears throat> servicing, two major locals servicing hair and makeup, and that's um, Local 798, which is out of New York. And they cover all of the East Coast and the South. Okay, and then you have Local 706 that's out of Los Angeles that only covers Los Angeles County. So if you're up in San Francisco or if you're up in, if you're down in San Diego or wherever, those are not in Los Angeles County. So if you're not in Los Angeles County, 706 does not service makeup artists in outside of that um, county. Um, then there are some some uh, un- some locals that are uh, basically local to certain cities. For instance, Chicago, their uh, local 476, which is like Studio Mechanics, which co- which covers not just hair and makeup, but also like grips, um, electrics, um, and some other crafts, you know, script supervisors, things like that. That actually, so for those people in the Chicago area, hair and makeup, they can join that particular um, local. But and I think not it's a part of. I didn't mean it's not a part of local, it's not a part of local seven ninety eight. I don't mean to cut you off, but I think it's important also to say that all of the all of the areas or states that seven ninety eight out of New York covers those local studio mechanics in those states. For instance, the local studio mechanics here in Georgia, or the one that's in Maryland, or or any of the other states that seven ninety eight covers. Those local studio mechanics um, locals do not cover hair and makeup like the Chicago one does. So it's right, not, exactly. That's what I was getting to. Yes. Yeah. If you join that, it's not going to help you. 
798 only services, like I said, East Coast and the South, not the Midwest. East Coast, Boston, all the all of New England, New York, New Jersey, um, Pennsylvania, um, uh, Maryland, D.C., uh, Virginia, North and South Carolina, Georgia, um, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi. Tennessee, Florida, Florida. Um, yeah. but Kentucky not now. the Midwest. Sorry? Kentucky now. That's a new state for us. Oh, yeah. Kentucky is a new state for us. but And that's all part of the South, but not the Midwest. So not Ohio, not Detroit, not Chicago, none of those states. Just the East Coast and the South. Is what 798 is who 798 serves, and then 706 again is LA County. Um, so it's important to know that. But I do know that in Chicago, the local that hair make hair and makeup artists will join in the Chicago area is their studio mechanics local, which is 476. Which really, in most states, it only covers like script supervisors, grips, electrics, and and some costumers, things like that. So. Just wanted to put that out there. So it's basically there are two major locals, and those are the ones that I mentioned, 798 and 706 if you're hair and makeup and you're looking to join. So your next step would be after deciding um, after deciding your why and, and, and after researching basically what the union is and does and knowing that the union is not a hiring hall, the union does not get you jobs, they can – provide training for you. They can provide resources in, in, in helping you to know what jobs are out there, but they do not get you the job. You have to get yourself the job. Um, they protect you on the job, and that's what the union is. They provide, um, they, you know, provide and negotiate your rates. They um, uh, work to get you your health care and other benefits, things like that but just know that they do not get you the job. So also, your next step would be to pretty much look on the website for the union, and they will, get, they will list for you um, what you need to be able to join the union. So actually going up to a union member and asking them how to join the union I mean, it's okay if they know what to tell you, but some, some members joined a long time ago, and the, the, what you need now to join the union may not have necessarily been what they needed when they joined the union. So it's always best to get current information about what it takes to get in. So always go to the website, definitely for 798 for sure. Always go to their website to get the information on what it takes to join the union. Um, then once you go there and you see what it takes, make sure you get those qualifications. Make sure you have those skills that's necessary to do the work on union projects. Um, then you want to, you once you, you know, get those qualifications, you know you have to get your days, and then think about how you're going to go about um, getting those days. Most people especially in a right-to-work state, think, oh, all I need to do is get on union jobs. But no. Your best bet is to try to get on non-union jobs. You can, If you're able to get on a union job, 
Great. But that's not your only source. Look for the non-union jobs. There are going to be way more opportunities on non-union jobs than it is union jobs. And you can get your days faster, honestly, because you can work on independent film. You can work on music videos. You can work on web series. You can work on television news. There's CNN, and then there are local news channels. If you're in, if you're in uh, Atlanta, there's CNN. If you're in D.C., there's CNN. If you're in New York, there's CNN, along with uh, other local news channels. Even, even like daytime talk shows, things like that. Look for those opportunities, depending on what city you're in. Look for those opportunities because there's always that. Don't just think you have to do union film and television to get your days. Look for the non-union opportunities because there will always be more of those opportunities than the union ones. What do you think? Well, one of the things that I wanted to mention, and I totally agree with um, all of that that you're saying, and I'll speak on that in a second, but I just wanted to also mention for our Canadian sisters and brothers who are out there listening, um, IOTSI Local 822 is the local that represents you all. The thing that's a little different about this particular local, they represent makeup artists and hairstylists, but they also represent theatrical wardrobe um, artists. So a little bit different. Uh, most wardrobe slash costumers are represented um, locally, at the, I think it's still the same studio mechanics that you were just mentioning. Um, I know here in Georgia anyway. Um, so it's not the, they don't typically, uh, they're not typically represented by the same local as 798 or 706. The, the uh, wardrobe stylists in those, those states are represented with a different local number. But I actually local 822 um, acts just a little bit differently than than we're, how we're represented. So just wanted to point that out. But um, I totally agree with a lot of things that you're saying. And please, I, I can't stress it enough. You have to go to that website to find out the requirements because I know people will walk up to me and they'll ask me and I'll just tell them what I know. And what I know is what I did. And that was 2002 is when I got in. So you don't want that information from 2002 because you'll probably be messed up if you, if you, if I told you so. And I'm just, you know, and I'm really realizing within the last few years that they have changed a lot of the requirements, not a whole lot, but enough to make a difference. So you have to pay attention to it. So I can't stress that enough. So I wanted to repeat that again. You have to go to um, the website to uh, to find out. Um, I tell people, I just told someone this at the uh, at the show, at the, at the end of the panel. I told someone, she was wondering about how to find work to give her days. And I was telling her, you know, I said I didn't get into the union here in Georgia, got into the union in Maryland. Maryland is a union state, 
So there's not a such thing as a as non-union in Maryland. So everything that I did to get into the union was a non-union. I did all non-union work to get into the union. I didn't. I wasn't able to get on union shows to help get my days. So I was telling her one of the things that I did, and I found it easy to. I mean, it's not always easy to get work, but it's easy to find to figure out who to approach or how to approach getting the work. Um, for me, I listed in all the film, all the local area film guides. Living in Baltimore, to get to D.C., D.C., from Baltimore to D.C. is about 50 minutes, but it depends on where in D.C. you're going. So you're looking at anywhere from an hour to an hour and 15 minutes. Well, from where I lived in Baltimore to Philadelphia, it was like an hour and 15 minutes. So I listed in the Maryland Film Guide, D.C. Film Guide, Virginia Film Guide, Philadelphia Film Guide. So I was so I'm like anybody gives me a call from any of those places, I can get there in a reasonable amount of time to work. So I did that. I did a lot of local television. Um, what do you call those kind of shows? Uh, public affairs shows. Um, I did a lot of that. I did. I worked with another makeup artist who had an agency. I will say this: I don't advise makeup artist agencies, but <laughs> I worked with another makeup artist who had an agency, and basically it was the work, whatever work she she couldn't do. Like if she was booked on something else, you know, she would call the other artists on her roster to do other jobs. I did that. All of the a lot of the jobs that she got were television related. So no, it wasn't a television show, but it might have been something that was filming for a local news channel or some type of documentary or, you know, all kinds of um, political type things because it was in the D.C. area. So I did a lot of those shows, commercials. Um, and I'm not saying this stuff is easy to get, but these are the types of things that you can do. CNN. And like I was telling the young lady here, I said here in Atlanta you have CNN, you have the Weather Channel, those are places that you can actually go and try to get on their roster. You know, you might not be full-time because, of course, they have uh, people who work there who have been working there for, you know, a long time, but you may can get on, yes, you, you know. Freelance. Yeah, you can freelance. And, like, those are the types of jobs that you can do to build your days. And, no, you're not going to get all of your 180 days overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. No. You know, but you but shouldn't want it to either. You should. You really shouldn't. But you, but you are able to get those days within that time period that they give you. And like I said, but you mm-hmm. just have to. Like I said, I couldn't look to. I couldn't look to union projects to get my days. So I, but I had other other ways. And so I think, and that was the unique and the fun part about it, because like I, I right. worked on some really interesting. You know, one day, some jobs may have only been four hours. Some may have been an eight-hour day. Um, It doesn't matter. The union didn't say you had to spend a certain number of hours. You know, you go there, you you do a job. No matter how long it takes for you to do that job, that's considered your one day. Make sure you have your proof. Yes, you do have to get paid for it. 
You have to get paid for it. It has to be on that production's, um, you know, what do they call it? Like a check with the production name on it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you. For those of you who are listening, who may live in a town that's a union town, when they exhaust their local roster, they will call non-union people. They will have permission from the union to call non-union people, and that's an opportunity for you to get, you know, to get on. Here in Atlanta, it's a right-to-work state, so there's more chances that you would get on a union show. But a lot of artists. Um, here in Atlanta, are still in the habit exhausting the roster first. So don't mm-hmm. trip if you don't necessarily, you know, get on. Just continue to do the work that you've been doing before. And then you have, um, you know, a lot of independent film work. And um, I will say this. There are a lot of um, crew that work on that are union crew members that work on independent uh, projects, you know, when they ha- when they're not working on union projects, that you have the opportunity to meet if they like you and remember you, um, they will throw your name around when they get back on a union project. You don't know how many crew members that come up to us and say, "Oh, my girlfriend's a makeup artist," or "Friend who's a, a makeup artist, I work with her on a project." Those like those grips, they're always giving yeah. you the name of somebody. Always, you know. So don't shy away from that kind of stuff, you know. Because once you get in the union, there's plenty of union work, you know. Right. So um, so don't shy away from the non-union stuff because it's it, you know it's there. You you can make money from it. That's all you that's all you need. It's something that you can make money from to get to count your days. Right. No, no. Um, we don't want you to have any. Uh, what is it? No um, counter work. You can't. You could go freelance at Mac if you want. That's great, but that doesn't count towards your union days. Right. So you have to remember. You have to remember that stuff. You know, stuff like that. So um, be careful with that. Make sure you have your um, call sheets with your name on it, type on it, uh-huh. and that's something that I just learned. They are saying call sheets with your name typed on it. They don't want it handwritten on it. So you just have to be very no. careful with that. Be very careful with that. Um, what else? Make sure you get paid. Make sure you get a call sheet with your name on it. And just, just do the work. Do the work. Collect those call sheets and those paychecks. Keep those pay stubs. Make copies of the checks. Anything that you can do to show proof that you were paid. And again, you like paid. you were just saying, like you were just saying, do the work. So it's important again to make sure what skills are needed and necessary to join the union. Um, you know, if you may need some out of kit special effects type skills. Uh, you know, but it, you have to know that it's, everything is going to be on that website. It, it, I know for sure for seven ninety eight, everything is going to be on that website. They're going to tell you everything that you need, everything that you have to do. When you see the types of makeup that they want to see, if you don't know how to do it, I suggest you start learning. Mm-hmm. Even if you learn just enough 
to, you know, to provide them with the photos that they need. I suggest you start learning and continue learning. As a makeup artist, as long as you're deciding to do makeup, continue growing and continue learning. Whatever skills you don't have, get them. Even if you're not the best at it, learn it and keep practicing over time. Learn it. At least know how to do it. You can get better over time, but at least learn those skills. And I and the last point I'm gonna make about this and I will say, you know, we sat we sit on the committee that reviews these applications and I will say and and uh, a point was made on the panel about this, make sure that it's your work that you are presenting. Your work. Um yeah. also um, because when we got in the union, we didn't have to show those, show that we knew how to do those things right then and there. It was something that came after you got in and paid your money. Then you had to go, you had to do that um, to become journeyman. Things have changed. Mm-hmm. Now they've changed the whole journeyman process. So now to get in, you have to show that you can do these. It's a whole process. And all of the applicants that we saw had websites. They had websites showing their work, their portfolio um, of uh-huh. union work. And some people had really nice websites where they had, had their just regular portfolio, and then they had the union one, which was separate, which I really liked it that way, which was separate. But all of the stuff that they say you have to know how to do, you have to show that. You have to do it, and you have to have pictures. You don't have right. to hire a professional. You don't have to hire a professional photographer. You can use your cell phone. But what I would say is, is to make sure that your pictures are good, so that you can people can see every detail. Mm-hmm. And show and everything that you do going forward, show before and afters. So for those of you who may be working on independent film, show a before of your client. And show up after, after you, let's say you're doing a, um, a scar, show before and show after. Show actually with doing a scar, show the whole process, right. you know, show the whole process. So um, just keep that in mind because that's, um, you know, that's a step that you have to know how to do. You know, you have to, you have to know how to do the work. Then you have to be able to present, present the work and show the work um, on a website, there may have been some people who didn't have a. I'm not. I can't remember all the applications that I saw. They all had websites. I don't know if the situation where you could just submit the pictures without a website. I'm pretty sure you probably could, but just something to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. So quickly, I wanted to um, share some important dates coming up um, from. Pro Beauty, and one of them is March 6th, so that's in three days. Catch the live announcement on Facebook. They will be announcing their Beacon 2024 um, class. So uh, Facebook Live on March 6th, find out who made it into the Beacon class of 2024. Um, It's a very elite program where they um, try to forward – not forward, but elevate. They try to push the the industry forward by trying to elevate these students to a higher level 
Um, and so a select group have been chosen, and they're going to announce them on Facebook um, on March 6th. I don't have a date. I mean, not a, I'm sorry, I don't have a time, rather, for the announcement, but I do know it's March 6th on Facebook. So if you are interested, just go to the Pro Beauty um, Facebook page to find out the time. Or you can check their website out. Also, on March 17th through 19th, there is a Texture Verse Race Summit. This is a three-day summit for stylists and beauty professionals um, where they provide attendees with texturally inclusive cut, color, and styling education alongside DEI coaching. CBA members get $200 off the registration, and you can register now on their website, which is probeauty.org. And then... Premier Orlando returns June 1st through the 3rd. Premier Orlando is the largest beauty show in the U.S. I didn't know that that was the largest, but I, I, I went one time, and it is huge. It's, a, it's the type of beauty show that would take you, if you're the type of person that likes to really walk the showroom floor and see every little thing, it would take you a couple of days to do it. It's huge. Um, they have inspiring education from the best beauty experts and top exhibiting companies with multiple resources for discovering all of the latest techniques, trends, and products. So that's Premier Orlando, June 1st through the 3rd. Also happening at Premier Orlando on June 2nd at 6 p.m. is the Naha Awards. That's the North American Hairstyling Awards. Now, that's if you all are a faithful listener, then... Um, you know that we spoke to Julia about a year or so ago where she won um, she won that award. So that will be June 6th taking place at Premier Orlando. Experience the magic of the North American Hairstyling Awards at Premier Orlando on June 2nd, um, 2024, for the 35th anniversary to see who will win the most coveted award in the beauty industry. I will be honest, I had no idea that the Naha Awards have been going on for 35 years. No idea about that one. That's new to me. Wow. Yes. And then Cosmo Pro Las Vegas is July 23rd through the 25th, and that serves as the premier launching pad for new beauty brands by introducing revolutionary technologies, product innovations, and new channels of manufacturing, packaging, and distribution. So those uh, beauty brand owners or those who are interested in starting beauty brands, this is the show for you guys. You have to uh, check them out July 23rd through 25th, but you can register for all of this on the Pro Beauty website, which is probeauty.org. So, again, everything you have a little time for except, again, on March 6th is the Beacon class announcement. So that's in a couple of days. Be sure to um, check that out. And then just wanted to talk a little bit about um, TBA membership. I have to mention this every so often, but um, it's for licensed beauty pros and manufacturers. Um, it's also for educators, all kinds of membership opportunities. You have, um, if you could just be a solo artist and become a member, or you could be a salon and spa owner, or your whole your whole spa can become a member, rather, 
there's student memberships, there's business memberships, there's visionary memberships, and there's um, licensed professional memberships. I, I spoke, I'm speaking about this because recently here in Atlanta, I was on a, received a text message, I was on a chat, and it was with a lot of uh, union artists, and in particularly, it was an issue for the hair artists in the union, and they were talking, somebody found out that they were trying to take away the, the license, licenses here in Georgia, and they were all upset, and they were going, everybody was going back and forth, we need to fight this, we need to, um, we need to go to our state senator and try to figure out what we can do, and the whole time I was like, this is not new information. This has been going on for a very long time. So I put in the chat, I was like, hey, guys, you know, this has been going on for, excuse me, this has been going on for a very long time, for years now, over 10 years or more. I said, it's been happening all over the country, not just Georgia. Um, And you really do have to go to your state senators. I said, but also go to to PBA. They have... um, lots of information about how to contact your state senator, who you need to contact. Um, Also, they have a campaign that supports professional artists. um, They have a lot of things that you can use to to basically show your support in being a professional, show how important it is for you to be a professional, and then how you can fight this issue. I don't know if they did it or not. I hope they did. But... um, that's one of the reasons why I'm talking tonight about PBA membership. Like, people don't realize um, the actual resources that PBA offers. And when it comes to this kind of thing that, we're, that I'm just talking about, it's there for us. And they actually go on to say that your membership allows us to advocate for our industry, fighting against right. deregulation and for salon owners' access. So, I mean, it's it goes as far as helping you with the federal FICA tax tip legislation. A lot of um, salons are not even paying attention to that. When, when people tip, there's legislation out there about that. You need to make sure um, you need to find out where you fall in line with that legislation. Um, so a lot of things that's going on that business owners don't pay, uh, pay attention to, especially if you are a, how do I say it, like a, a creative business owner or someone like a stylist, you know, who just is more concerned about the service that they provide than all of the, quote, political things that's going on that's surrounding our industry. Um, So it's definitely a resource um, for everyone to check out. You have access to insurance through your membership, partner training, specialized programs, and exclusive savings. And then all of these trade shows that we mentioned throughout the year, um, not the makeup shows, but the big beauty shows that we mentioned, they are connected to Pro Beauty, and you get huge discounts as far as um, registration costs is concerned. And I don't know about anybody else, but I love trade shows because that's the one time where you can go to one place get all the education that you need, and then go home. And the great thing about these is if you have a license that requires continuing 
education credit, you can get that by attending these shows. Just wanted to throw that out there. Membership is very, 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 very reasonable. Um, so you need to go check them out, and that's probeauty.org. All right. All right. And I had, um, yeah, I had one last thing that I wanted to mention. Well, first of all, I want to say um, happy birthday to our friend Ashanta Sharif. Today is her birthday, Ashanta Sharif, um, of Ashanta Sharif Beauty. Um, Go out, check out her website, check out some of the products that she has. She has some great products um, that you all need to uh, take a look at. She She has this very finely milled, powder, no color powders, that is amazing. It feels like nothing I've ever felt before when it comes to no color powder. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. So you need to check that out. AshantaSharifBeauty.com. <laughs> so happy birthday, Ashanta. But also yeah. I wanted to um, uh, say congratulations to all the 2024 Hollywood Beauty Awards honorees. Um, we have Outstanding Achievement in Hairstyling. Uh, congratulations to Carla Farmer. We also have Outstanding Achievement in Hairstyling. Congratulations to Jamie Lee McIntosh. Um, outstanding Achievement in Makeup. Congratulations to both uh, Donald Mowat and Carol Rashid. And um, Outstanding Achievement in Costume Design. Congratulations to Mark Bridges. And congratulations to Marcus Klinko, Outstanding Achievement in Photography. So congratulations to the 2024 uh, Hollywood Beauty Award honorees. Nice. And that took place today in in Hollywood. Okay. Well, we have, what, the Academy Awards coming up? So I'm anxious to see who's going to take it home. I already know, but I'm going to keep it it to myself. Let me point this out, too. So for those members of, um, for those members of the union who are are hair, makeup, um, for those members who are not a part of the television academy, I'm asking you, please, to go out, take a look at membership, and consider becoming a member of the Television Academy. There's a process that you have to go through um, for membership. You have to qualify. There's a certain number of television hours that you need to have worked on within the past three years. All of that information is on the Academy's um, website. If you're interested, you can go to Emmys. Dot com, E-M-M-Y-S dot com, Emmys dot com. It'll take you straight to the website for the Television Academy. You can look up on how to become a member, and you can follow the steps and follow the process. But it's so important when it comes to any voting. If you submit work, you know, to be uh, qualified for a nomination for an Emmy, the only way you're going to get nominated is if you get enough votes. And if you are not That's a voting right. member and you can't and you can't even vote on your own submission, how crazy is that? You should be able to vote on your own, you know, on your own stuff. 
you should have coworkers and friends in the in the academy who can vote for you as well. That's how it's won. It's just a matter of votes and getting enough of them. And if you don't have enough people in the uh, academy who can vote for you, same on you. So I'm encouraging everybody that's in the industry that works in television all the time, if you're not a member, become a member. That's all I'm saying. And I'm just going to say really quickly, it, it bothers me when I see people post after they've submitted. They put a post on Instagram about their work after they've submitted. Okay, yeah, it's nice to put put your work out there so people can see, but you they have other people believing that maybe they've been nominated. And actually, my thing is, Submit. Then get you know if if you're gonna if you're gonna my thing is if you're gonna ask for to me if you're gonna ask for votes I would do it personally. Yeah. With my friends. Hey, I've submitted. Would you consider you know taking a look at my work and giving me a vote? And then once you get a nomination, then you post your stuff out there. But a lot of people are putting stuff out there just 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 because they submitted. And the sad part about it is, you may not even be a member, and all the people that commenting and liking your post, they're not members either. They can't vote for you. So you know, right. a lot of people a lot of people talk about the same people win all the time. You know why? Because their friends vote for them. Yep. People big people vote that, that they know vote for them so they and then they get that nomination. Then from there it just yep. goes on. But if nobody if all the people that you know are that in this industry are not that's not in the academy, the people that don't know you're not voting for you. Right. So it's just like, you know, you have to you know, you have to get out there and join. Some people don't some people don't want to join for whatever reason, but if you're the one who is interested in submitting all the time, you should be joining, and you should encourage your friends to do the same thing. Right. That's all. Because um, I agree. it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Unfortunately, unfortunately, all the winners, not always necessarily about who does the best work. You know, and I'm not saying that that's, that's the way it is. Oh, it's just all about your friends. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's not always about who's doing the best work because sometimes the best work gets overlooked because people are voting for their friends. Right. And then sometimes then you have cases where the best work gets voted on as the winner for several reasons. Why? Because, one, it's the best work to the people that know them, and I shouldn't always say friends, but people that know them went out and voted mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Which that's their right to. That's their right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. As a voting yeah, member, they can vote right. whoever they want to, you know? Yeah. So and I, I do like with the Academy, when, you, when you're nominating shows, sorry, when you're nominating shows, um, they don't necessarily put the makeup artist name on there. Right. They just have mm-hmm. the show. So 
So unless yeah. you know unless somebody did a certain show, you know, you you really wouldn't know. But um, and that yeah, I I, I like that. And that's why I was saying instead of posting, instead of posting about your submission, you know, take that time and 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 send out to voting members that you know, and let them know that you submitted. Mm-hmm. And see if they will be willing to take a look at your take a look at your project and and give you a vote. Right. That that right there, I feel I feel like is the best way to go about that. <clears throat> so. Anywho, we have um, a couple of people in the works, so we have a couple of nice shows lining up in the coming weeks, so stay tuned, you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, We greatly appreciate you. Again, thank you to those who will listen to the show on the playback. We appreciate, appreciate you guys as well. That's it for tonight. You can follow us on Instagram, we are beauty underscore talk underscore media. Facebook, we are beauty talk online. And X Twitter, we are beauty underscore talk. And then you can follow us individually at Denise Tunnell, that's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, at Janice Tunnell, J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and that's on all social media um, platforms. All right, I got a TikTok, y'all, but I don't do nothing on there, so don't go out to TikTok looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, not yet. I mean, I'm out there, but <laughs> you can you can follow me, but you won't see no content yet. <laughs> All right, y'all, that's our show for tonight. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.